0: And welcome to Iacon Underground Radio for the week of March 27th, 2019.
1: I'm Jen. Hi I'm David.
0: So, a little bit of news this week, a uh, few sightings, and uh, then we are going to discuss the rapid-fire release of the second issue of the, I guess we could just call it Transformers 2019, uh, which will be great in like five years assuming it's still going in five years, which seems like a really generous assumption. Uh, so.
1: <laughs> yeah. It was, it was much easier. Like to be able to, to call comic series by who was publishing. them.
0: Yeah. That was, now that or like been thrown off. a subtitle or. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nope. This is just transformers. The only distinguishing characteristic you get is the year that it's coming out. And I feel like that's probably entirely appropriate that's about the only distinguishing characteristic.
1: Well, I guess we could call it like new IDW or something.
0: Mm, that sounds like
1: IDW too. That sounds
0: like something that someone put some thought into. <laughs> <laughs> which, which seems awful generous. But we, we will get to that. Uh, first, uh, various siege toys have continued showing up at actual stores. Uh, there has been talk yeah. of Michigan getting the, uh, Cybertron slash Galaxy Force style Optimus Prime. Uh, I know I have personally been seeing, uh, Siege Wave 2 Deluxes showing up in, you know, mm.
1: mostly Walmarts, Which one's uh, are in but wave they're two? getting easier to find. Hmm? What's in Wave 2? I'm not sure I've seen it.
0: Uh, Chromia? And, uh, some guys I don't care about cause they're guys.
1: Oh. <laughs> uh, then maybe I haven't seen <laughs> Of course, I only found Shockwave like two, a week or yep. two ago.
0: Shockwave has been becoming more reliable. Uh, I saw Soundwave a few days ago. I haven't seen him. Yet. Uh, I've seen Starscream. Uh, so yeah, those <sighs> are getting, a little more reliable to find. Uh so if you haven't had any luck and you're not someone who just orders all this stuff off the internet up front, uh then
1: I'm getting there I probably should. <laughs> it's harder to find you. Yeah. I
0: I have I've also seen uh some people on Twitter uh pointing out when uh Amazon because Amazon is super unreliable for toys it's just like at well, least for action figures, I don't know how like preschool toys yeah. do there.
1: It's it's not even just that. It's like when they do have stuff it seems to jump in price because it goes through secondary marketer sellers, so it's a pain yeah, in the butt. Yeah, they to use don't them.
0: seem to bother carrying a lot of it themselves. Uh, but
1: unless it's exclusives. And they sell out. Yeah, quick.
0: But there there do seem to be uh there have been reports popping up on Twitter of those uh coming into stock on Amazon for retail price. Uh so that's definitely worth keeping an eye out on. Uh so yeah, toys. Uh apparently studio series stuff oh. is also Yes. I I haven't really like, been keeping um, up
1: at all with that. Whatever wave whatever wave shatter the car version is Ooh. in. Is that that,
0: that is something I would actually consider purchasing from Studio Series. Yes,
1: if I see that.
0: Uh, and some of the Constructicons are showing up, too, right?
1: Uh, um, a foot and, mm-hmm. well, actually, maybe two feet. What? Or a knee, some, something. There's a red foot, <laughs> Well, which is, I think, the pogo stick guy, and there was one other one out, but...
0: What about the they're testicles? They're big and they're expensive. Are the testicles
1: there yet? No, test... The testicle guy, I don't think, has shown up yet. I don't think. I think that was Hightower, and I think we've only seen pictures of him, and I don't think he comes with okay. that. I don't know. I, I, as cool as that would be, that's a thing I don't need. Because yeah, it's going to be expensive. It's
0: definitely, I mean, it's a very ambitious toy. And I I yes. guess I'm glad that they're doing it, even though I, my interest in movie stuff is... Basically limited to seeing Sideswipe being like, oh, I like him, and then remembering that I don't like him, I just like his design, because he as a character is completely yeah. non-existent, just a cipher, a placeholder for character Autobot B. So...
1: Yeah, but like he style. does have very nice, or he did have very nice toy, the original one that came out. I should have got the sword of but anyway. Yeah. Um... Yeah, Studio Series and other things are coming out. Oh, and BotBots. Yes,
0: uh, Series 2 Bots are showing up, uh, at least in California. I'm not sure which store, but they are definitely, if, yeah. if you are into the BotBots, uh, you can tell those at a glance because uh, instead of a red bubble, they have a green bubble. Uh, so that makes it easier to tell mm. from half an aisle away if you don't feel like walking down the entire aisle <laughs> at the Walmart. I've, I've certainly never been there. Okay, maybe I have. But, uh, so that's another exciting thing to, to keep an eye out for if, if you are looking for that in the old brick and mortar stores. Uh, so, uh, other news. There is, uh, sort of Transformers adjacent, kind of. Uh, there is a new, uh, Death's Head Limited series coming out. Uh, Very exciting!
1: Well, it's nice to see Death's Head again, and then he's getting a comic book with probably a cover for each issue by Nick Roche, or at least he's doing one of the first ones. But it's um, one of our favorite artists from the recent IDW stuff, other than Nick Roche. Keizama is doing the interior, The absolute
0: most appropriate... Artist to be doing it because that's like that sort of
1: her style is like, um, yes, it's like UK comics from the 90s made even more. It's definitely
0: that Derek um, Yeniger or Jeff Sr. sort of style,
1: and and and, uh, Judge Dredd ish because I think she actually did some stuff for 2000 AD, but I don't. Think it was Judge Yeah,
0: red. one of, one of their other things that is not Judge Dread. No. Uh, it is going to be written by Teeny Howard, uh, who I have not actually read anything by, but whose Twitter profile sounds very promising. Uh, mm. <laughs> so, uh, and it was actually announced at a, a Women of Marvel panel. Uh so that's pretty exciting. Mm. Uh he is going to be hanging out with Wiccan and Hulkling. Uh which
1: Oh uh what what scale is he gonna be this uh, time? Because la- last time well when he was when he showed up in like the Shield comic he was like big transformer size. Yeah,
0: uh, he was in I guess
1: he was smaller than he in the, was in the Iron sword Man?
0: comic when yeah, he was transformer. Oh sword that was it. Uh, and I believe when he showed up in Iron Man, he was also Transformer sized. Uh, basically he's shown in, shown up in some recent Marvel stuff that was written by Kieran Gillen. Uh, because Kieran <laughs> Gillen is a British writer who grew up in the 80s, uh, and therefore he has a, an abiding love of Transformers UK, uh, and, and just put death's head in a bunch of stuff uh put him in an iron man series he was doing uh i'm i'm not sure where he showed up after that because frankly i stopped getting monthlies somewhere around there
1: yeah he, he might have popped him in x-men or something but who knows because yeah i've fallen off most uh stuff except for like Spider-Man, and even then I'm behind him.
0: Based on the covers, it looks like, well, at least one of the covers, it looks like he's going to be back to being a tall person size. Uh, I don't know. Maybe he ran into Doctor Who again, Uh,
1: I guess. Yeah. Oh, and um, uh, on the cover, Nick Roche drew, uh, Nick Roche being Nick Roche, He included a reference to Dragon's Claw. Yes. Or some... Other obscure British comic book that I never heard of. That
0: was another one that uh, Simon Furman and Jeff Sr. worked on in the early, early, late, late 80s, early, early 90s. Uh, It was just sort of like, I don't know if I could describe it very well. It was like the future and there were these mercenaries, but they all sort of had like superhero things going on. Uh, but.
1: So, like every other British Marvel comic book.
0: Yes, it was very Marvel UK. Uh, I believe I recall reading that, uh, Wizard, the now, now only dedicated to buying up local comic conventions and destroying them, uh, former publisher. Oh. Uh, Back in their, their magazine, when they actually published a magazine, uh, Dragon's Claws was voted as worst logo for that year. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I oh. I picked up most, if not all, of that series uh, back in my high school days when I was digging through crates at used bookstores. So it was, it was definitely a Simon Furman, Jeff Sr. joint. Uh, so that's... <laughs> An absolute and yeah, Death's Head showed up in that too, because see the thing with Death's Said is that he he tends to be like almost inherently unstuck in time. He he does a lot yeah. of just <laughs> I don't even think it's usually like intentional time travel. <laughs> He just ends up getting knocked around Well, in no, time I,
1: I, in the original stuff, it, it kind of was confusing, and then there was the Doctor Who involvement, but I think Kieran Gillen, when he did that, he played up like he was out of time.
0: Yeah. Because, well, when he... So, he first showed up, uh, well, his very, very, very first appearance uh, was a one-page strip <laughs> called High Noon Texts, uh, which ran in what was basically, if you're at all familiar with Marvel Age... Uh which is that
1: stuff.
0: Yeah, back in the eighties and nineties it was it was a comic format uh sort of magazine that Marvel put out. Yeah. That just had like interviews with like I remember reading <laughs> them running a, an interview with Bob Forward about their biker mice from Mars comic tie in oh, no. they were doing and and the most useful thing was it had a schedule of what was coming out on which week every month. Uh but basically they ran this one-page strip in the UK equivalent of that, uh, which I think was actually called Strip. And that secured the rights to him for Marvel, so Simon could then go ahead and use him in Transformers without him becoming Hasbro property. Uh, Even Uh, though I guess in a way he is now Hasbro property in that Hasbro has the Marvel action figure license. So, A A+. plus. Uh, I, I actually have the original art for High Noon Tex. Uh, it is, <laughs> it is framed and will probably go back up on my wall at some point whenever I get around yes. to putting things on walls again.
1: Put that up, take a picture.
0: Yes. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, one, once he, uh, he was involved in a Transformer storyline that itself involved time travel, uh, because it had. Yeah unicron and and all this other stuff going on so when unicron was defeated it there was sort of a you know usually in decent fiction when something just suddenly disappears from a space there's like a vacuum suddenly and death's head was pulled into that into this like hole in space and time that was closing up uh and that's when he ran into doctor who uh who (laughs) shrunk him down to human size
1: who was annoyed by him? Yes, and just stuck. It was like, no, you're going over there. Stop causing trouble. Yes,
0: he shrunk him down to human size, and then he sent him to the Dragon's Claw's timeline.
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. And none of this will probably come up in the comic, no. well, unless Kizama throws in some obscure references. Yes, she probably talks to Nick Roche. Yes,
0: uh, I mean, I could not imagine that she is not also familiar with with Dragon's Claws. Uh, you know, considering her clear artistic influences. Uh so yes. that's that's pretty exciting. Uh also it's pretty exciting that they're using Wiccan and Hulkling, which I don't know if you are
1: familiar yeah, with them. No, I know um they were in um crap, they were in some comic I read. Some They're
0: primarily in Young Avengers, which Actually, we get I back guess to what I read. Kieran Gillen because while Death said did not show up in that, it was still written by Kieran Gillen. He he resisted the urge. Yeah.
1: What wait is is Kieran Gillen the phonogram guy? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I did read at least part of that run of okay. uh, Young Avengers. Yeah.
0: Or and had uh, <laughs> teenage Loki. I love teenage Loki. I love all Lokis. Uh. Yeah. uh But yeah, so he's, I guess, I mean, I don't know if the cover is actually representative or if it's metaphorical, so I don't know if Death's Head is actually the drummer for their band, but nice cover anyway.
1: Or if Death's Head gets a mohawk.
0: (laughs) Yes, I mean, he could have a magnet and just stick it on. Yeah. Oh, that would be great.
1: Anyway, that's been a long death's head digression.
0: <laughs> he is sufficiently Transformers adjacent, I feel. Yes, he is. Uh, so, so yeah, not a whole lot else going on. Anything else before we dive into comics? I think there's uh, um, there was something, there are extras showing up from the Bumblebee Blu-ray set.
1: Oh, yeah, the, the Blu-ray set, the, okay. they had, like, Pictures of almost all the robots that show up in the, like, the first five minutes mm-hmm. uh Bumblebee, Brawn and stuff, and, and they list rc's one of her alt modes is like a spider, because <laughs> they went to, yes! I'm not sure if they went to the wiki or, or if they went to just, um, Wikipedia to get their information, but for some reason on the Shockwave model, on his right forearm, there's an Autobot symbol. Mm hmm. Dun, dun, dun. And, and it, it's, and it's just one, it's not like it, it's a line of them like it's a kill count, it's just one Autobot Maybe he's like Starscream
0: like, in, in Prime, and he's killed one Autobot, and he wants everyone <laughs> to know it.
1: Well the problem is it's all scuffed up and the paint's rubbed off so you can just barely even see, it. it's just weird. So it
0: is a kill count, it's just... Prime Star Scream, Why kind of settle better. down? Yeah,
1: there hasn't been a lot of news. Um, the only other stuff is well, um, Bumblebee came out in Japan, and the voice actress for Shatter, we know on our other podcast because she voices Boar in Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad. Good man. Yep. And she she made tweets about how she wished she was Bumblebee's mama.
0: <laughs> I
1: mean. Which feels really weird coming from the person who voices Shatter. (laughs) Still relatable.
0: It's very relatable. Yes. Uh, Lorenzo di Bonaventuro has been going around just sort of- Talking again? Sticking his foot in his mouth all over the place. Talking about how there are going to be more Transformers movies, but they're gonna bay it back up. And it's like, please no. (sighs)
1: Did you learn well, nothing? was confusing and weird. It was like he was saying at the same time, it's like, it's going to be more Bay, but it's also going to be more Bumblebee, and robots might fuck or something. Did, it, he,
0: did he actually say that, or was it? Because I feel like that was just well, clickbait the extrapolation. The article just
1: read, yeah, it's clickbait extrapolation bullshit, but it's like... It sounded like he was talking out his ass. He's just a producer and producer on most of the other movies. But I'm remembering the back to like bullshit that was coming out like after the first movie and when they were talking about trying to get G.I. Joe made and all kinds of crap. And just garbage would fall out of his mouth.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I <so> just <clears throat> so
1: don't believe any of that goddamn shit.
0: Yeah, don't, don't believe any of that. But still, uh,
1: no more... more but you know... T- maybe some more explosions, but no more... Bay has made five fucking movies. Let him retire. Let him make more Pearl Harbor or Pain and Gain or whatever the fuck else. He's got enough money. Yeah. Please keep him away from the movie. Let somebody else play.
0: But I do, like...
1: Anyone I, else?
0: I feel like his comments were a good seg into the, the new ongoing comic because... He's talking about how, like, oh, we never see the Transformers having, like, an emotional relationship with each other. And, you know, that's something we never see. And, okay, I feel like from now on, in order to be able to work creatively on a Transformer story, you need to have, like, a quiz... Of, like, the previous IDW Transformer stuff to, like, show that you have read and
1: understand it. <laughs> and, conf- where um, and okay, the writer on this, Brian Ruckley, mm-hmm. in, like, two different interviews, one said he'd read the IDW stuff and really liked it, mm-hmm. some of his favorite stuff. And in another mm-hmm. interview, it's like, oh, I didn't know... People would react badly to killing Brainstorm. In
0: the first interview, though, he also refers to Cyberverse as smart. And Cyberverse was enjoyable enough, but ah. I would absolutely not call it smart. That's like the um. last thing I would call it. So, just... Because, yeah, onto the comic. It continues mm-hmm. to be just...
1: Vexing? Fixing See, is what I, I'm thinking. Of.
0: Here's here's a thing. Okay, a the thing about Lorenzo Bun De Bun. I'm, I'm not as good at that what? as I am with like comic writer names. Who's what? what? uh but he, artist names? No, the movie guy.
1: Oh, uh, bon, yeah, I don't fucking. Know
0: it reminds him. me of back with the dreamway of comics. And they were so, like, proud of themselves. They thought they were being so cool and original for nuking San Francisco. And oh, San Francisco yeah. got nuked in the G2 comic. It's like, uh, <laughs> not well, even, it wasn't even fair... them nuking a human city. It was specifically San Francisco.
1: Okay, then it's San Francisco again. Really weird, but to be fair, not many people remember G two. I never read G two, but
0: I read G two as it was- part of G
1: two. Since
0: I read it as it was coming out, that was one of those things that I was getting the release week for. It was week three, I, I think. Generation X was week three at one point too. So it was, hmm. but different times because Transformers yeah, G two didn't King last that long. Nuking the same city long.
1: and saying it's dramatic, it's weird, but yeah, this I didn't really read much into the interviews other than, wow, that was weird in the comments but this comic is it exists Yeah, hmm. but
0: yeah, if you okay, if you feel if if you're ever going to start feeling like what you're doing is somehow new and original you should have to like make sure (laughs) that it's actually new and original uh because well, and,
1: uh, the take on it is acting like it's new and original because it's a new continuity the problem yeah. is it just reminds me of an old throwaway issue of generation one comic by marvel where nightbeat has <laughs> to solve crimes uh, on a foreign uh, planet and and okay um, so
0: you're saying this reminds you of uh I would say that what it it does not hold up against uh, Bird of Prey. <laughs> well, no, Bird cause... of Prey was a much better story than this.
1: Well, the Bird of Prey, well, the the mystery was the focus of this. This the mystery of the murder. A brainstorm is kind of a backseat in this story, mm-hmm. which is an odd way to take it. But I guess makes you setting up the world and what differences are, but the differences from the past IDW are confusing. Like, there's a little silicon-eating bug thing crawling around on the planet. Yeah, It's, it's and not it's as confusing like, as the look, fucking monkeys, because it actually looks like an alien creature.
0: Yeah, that goes back to what I was saying before, about how if the monkeys had actually looked like aliens and not monkeys, yeah. then they would have been much more acceptable. This falls into that same sort of realm... On the other hand, it's not like Transformers have never lived completely independent of other lifeforms before. Like did you see any of season three of G1? I mean, yeah. obviously not, but see some of season three of G one.
1: It's just that the the, the <laughs> fact that like the, this little critter reminds us there are other there are organic lifeforms on Cybertron, but they're they haven't been brought like The the Bumblebee should have, at some point, taken Rubble to, like, a diplomatic embassy and walked through there and, oh, here's a bunch of different aliens that are on Cybertron. Okay, there's a thing. That would have been much more interesting. Unless this is setting up that, that, like, organic things on Cybertron are really fucking weird and that's the actual mystery, but...
0: I was gonna say maybe it's setting up that the organic things killed Brainstorm, which would be... That's
1: the only indication I've gotten so far. (laughs) <laughs> I mean that, that's the only possible theory right now because there are no suspects. There's no focus on it. Yeah,
0: yeah. So it's just also decompressed storytelling needs to die.
1: Kinda. Of... Well, the problem is it, it's Bumblebee giving little rubble a tour of Cybertron for two issues, which is probably going to continue for the next two or three. Uh, Which how long it?
0: are trade paperbacks these days? Five issues? five
1: issues, six issues sometimes. I, I think five is the standard. I think I Idea W goes by that. So that, there's like a big twist in issue five or something. It, it's wow. that the tour tourism thing of a new Cybertronian isn't a bad idea for story. The problem is, it's a very slow tourism, and oh, there's a murder mystery that hasn't happened in millions of years on Cybertron, which is hard to believe. But uh, It's weird, like, Cybertronians live for so long. We outlive all these little organics that we barely mention in throwaway passages, but that no one has accidentally died or been murdered in millions of years, since Bumblebee was a fresh new spark. Seems Mm -hmm. weird...
0: Yeah, I mean, you're going to have personal conflict, so that's... Yes,
1: it's going to come up at some time. Like, if it said, okay, maybe in a thousand years or a hundred years, Mm -hmm. but then it feels like it's been millions... Well, I guess they don't specify the time, but it seems like a long time.
0: Right. It seems like an unreasonably long time. Yeah, And it's... So, I mean, yeah, there's Chromia and there's Prowl, uh, buy our toys. It is a little bit buy our toys, frankly.
1: Yeah, well, uh, it's not, I don't have a problem with that. Although, it, it's odd yeah. that it's a Bumblebee model that looks a lot like G1, and I don't know if he's getting a toy that looks like that anytime soon, or is he? And I'm still confused by the fact that Orion Pax is Cybertron Optimus Prime. That's distracting. <laughs> yes.
0: I will say that Wheeljack was very enjoyable. He's he's very well. Wheeljack
1: is back to G1 Wheeljack. He's he's Wheeljack. It was nice. I could hear his G1 voice in my head. That was fun. Wheeljack was okay. It's it's just... But there's... It's a lot of nothing happening until Megatron holds a rally and it goes to a different artist, which I liked and hated more at the same time because Megatron and, and Soundwave are drawn... Exactly like the new toys to the point where you can see the gaps where the hands fold in and the little flip down things on the back of Megatron shoulders and the little pegs where the little blaster things peg on. But all they the do, generics- I look, have- The generics in the crowd look really, really good. I have good. not-
0: I have not seen characters in Transformers look so much Ooh. like a toy standing there since like the original Marvel limited series.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> where
0: they were literally just drawing them based on the toys because they didn't have proper character sheets yeah. yet.
1: It, it's not bad, I mean, but it's overly reliant on the toy. It, it's a little. They odd. just
0: look like toys standing there. Yeah, and yeah, it's just I, I guess maybe it's just because it's not very dynamically drawn. Like maybe there are ways in which they could have done that better but i
1: it's not that it's entirely well megatron's walking with his hands behind his back that's kind of a neat pose mm. although soundwave is standing there in the background not moving that's unnerving <laughs> and then megatron jumps up cuz someone's shooting at him from a balcony i guess a balcony it's a little hard to read mm-hmm. but the, and then he smashes through a wall to no purpose that's it like he just stands there in the last panel talking to two guys (laughs) two awesome looking generics who show up behind
0: him he just kool-aid manned and now he doesn't know what to do
1: oh yeah gone oh Oh yeah he's gone well we'll have an answer later i need that panel
0: but just with the little dialogue bubble (laughs) changed oh yeah oh yeah
1: yeah well that could be arranged later in the week
0: yeah but uh yeah, it just continues to I mean, like I, I've I've said, is the whole phenomenon with people writing Transformers who don't really get Transformers is that they write it in a way where they're they're trying to sell you on the concept of Transformers, and if you're like actually a part of the fandom you you're sold you know what's cool about transformers you don't need this comic to tell you what's cool it's like having an entire comic about how great pizza is it's like yeah i know (laughs) why do i need to read this i already enjoy the
1: pizza kind of yeah but like like the, the problem is i think they're missing the point of why transformers is fun like there's one transformation in this. It's gears transforming to a weird truck mode. I
0: guess there's that too. So,
1: so you're you're skipping over like the the big selling point of Transformers. They transform. Which, <laughs> okay, considering recent IDW stuff and how much we love like Lost Light, it's like transformation barely happens.
0: Yeah, but on the other it's the, hand, the
1: sci-fi storiness that we love.
0: On but the it's other not, hand, transformation like, was also a vital part of their like culture and civilization
1: plot lines and yeah which i i don't even think like in Megatron's speech is like why they're better than other races like i guess he's he's a fascist or something i don't know what the fuck is actually going on but he doesn't mention we transform
0: yeah primus created us with our special ability to do things and yeah Yeah, so I mean, that's that's what I will forgive the IDW stuff for for not having nearly enough actual transformations. At least it was heavily incorporated into their society and religious beliefs and caste system and biases and all of that. So it was, you know, interesting. Uh, also there is that bit where they had to jump up and down on Ultra Magnus to try to get him to transform and that, <laughs> <laughs> makes, that makes it all okay. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it continues to be just extremely underwhelming. I'm a lot more excited about some new Death's Head. Uh, I yeah, am, oh, way, way I, more. this is where I feel like I'm May i feel like this has been something that's gotten worse with age is that i am very Mm. bad at being polite about things being terrible Uh, (laughs) and i i feel i feel bad for other professional transformers people having to say that this is okay because that's like what's expected of them (laughs) Like, maybe they're contractually obligated to not badmouth whatever the next thing is, or...
1: Well, that, that, and and just being generally nice. It's, yeah, the problem is, this comic, as I see it, isn't terrible. It's just, I don't know where the fuck its direction is going. I don't, what's the point? Mm -hmm. Other than, oh, there's a murder mystery that... We've only paid lip service to, and and apparently we're going to be starting Autobot Decepticon war at some point. But like, why should I care about what's happening now? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's, it hasn't
1: given me that yet.
0: It's not really very good at like that. It it doesn't have any real depth to it, and it's a little more than a little frustrating. But I suppose I can always go back and reread my older stuff like I've been meaning to. Yes. So, except I won't because I'll actually work on my novel and hate myself for doing anything other than working on my novel. Because that's how brains work. But it's like, uh, yeah, it's it's like, uh, yeah. But it doesn't say we're going to get the next one in two weeks, so I guess I'll we'll see when we actually get the next one.
1: Oh wait, I think I might have pinpointed another reason I don't quite like it because, like we were talking about before, it's being written for the trade. Yeah, none of the none of the previous two series, previous well, I pretty much any series, even the Windblade, felt like they were being written for the trade.
0: Right. I mean, even if they were being written in, in like a five issue story arc they didn't feel as much like like, they were being written for the trade
1: yeah like the windblade minis and things yeah it's like each issue something was going on Mm -hmm. even then it's like the mystery in windblade was like who's setting the explosions and shit oh it was chromie and shit and found out but it's like it was easier to get invested in the characters there to go with the story right and here even though it's all familiar characters except for rubble who's Rubble's actually the most interesting character. Everybody else is just kind of bored.
0: <laughs> yeah. I actually Rubble's thought, at least let's confused. let's compare that though. If you think about the beginning of the Windblade series, she's new to Cybertron and I felt yeah. like the beginning of that really established like even if if you're someone who is already sold on the pizza in this case, <laughs> it was done in such a way as to make you see that all over again, and I don't really feel like this was like that at all. yeah, <sighs> but it is what it is. It was nice having some great stuff while it lasted
1: come i and I can't even get mad at it like the monkeys last time.
0: I can get mad at things. I'm good at getting mad at things.
1: I just don't have emotion for this one. It just exists.
0: Yeah. That's like I said, it's just, it's adequate. It's just there. Yeah. But yeah, so I'm sure we'll have more to say once there's another issue and maybe issue three will come out of left field and surprise us and more likely it will not do that Hmm. at all. Uh, in the meantime, we'll certainly have other news to talk about. Uh, so, for now, uh, that's it for this week. Uh, so until next time, this has been Jen
1: and David. Good night. Maybe we should start covering Power Rangers news. That might be more interesting. Uh... <laughs> Hasbro now owns Power Rangers maybe we should incorporate that into our news at some point or something.
0: Uh, I don't care about Power Rangers. This,
1: well the only news I can think of is is that Shao Factory has Sentai series DVDs on sale.
0: Yeah. You need to find one of your tokusatsu friends to talk about Power Rangers with and just send me the podcasts and I'll upload them for you. If you wanted to do Uh, another podcast that I was not involved in, I would absolutely do the hosting for it.
1: Well, that's the problem. I would love to do another podcast. I don't want to edit another podcast. (laughs) Yeah, there's that too. (laughs) Like If I can find somebody else to do the editing and take my coughs out, sure. Yeah. But I don't think that's going to happen.
0: Alas.